Bill, it is Perry here, and we are bringing you baseball for you. It is uh, Thursday still, uh, April 1st. There was some April foolsing going on, uh, but none by us, thankfully, because I don't really believe in that stuff. But uh, Bill, how was, how was your Thursday? Uh, I got home from work at about 1030 and, uh, I'll go back in tomorrow and I'll probably the next two nights that you film this, I might still be at work when we film it or, and, uh, record it for the people. So, but it's okay. It was another good day. And, um, uh, what is the other thing I was going to say? You, did you play music at the start of the podcast? Cause I did not hear anything. I'm sure that other people can, but I didn't hear a thing. It gets, uh, that's in post. I do, I do minimal post-production on this, so you will hear that. We're, we'll mix in some other fun things as the <laughs> year goes on, because we can't just listen to me and you talk the whole time. There, there will be true. more entertaining yeah. aspects to this. Uh, maybe even guests down the road. But anyway. Love it, yeah. That's just a tease. Let's get to the baseball bill, because we, we finally had some for the first time in, in, in many months. And it was a very good day. Overall, let's get the two you know, unhappy, the four unhappy fan bases out of the way. Because the Orioles and Red Sox got rained out, we did, which is why yes. they build they build in the rain out day. Correct. Yes. For this very reason, so tomorrow the Orioles and Red Sox get underway, and then there the, was yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say the first two innings of Tigers Indians today. I think Shane Bieber was hoping that they were going to get delayed, with the, given how he pitched in the first couple innings with the snow, because he did really well after the first two innings. But yeah, that was fascinating. Right. That all that stuff with the snow and the home run by Cabrera. That he couldn't even tell. He he thought it was yeah. out, but he ran to second and he was pulling. He slid into second. Yeah, well, those aren't as nearly as as fun if you have to slide into second and then continue to run the bases. Well, and and as you know, that wasn't even the best thing of the day as far as weird home runs that weren't maybe now ended up being home runs. So, right, I, and that was of course the Dodgers and Rockies yeah. where uh, you had uh, Justin Turner run <laughs> back towards first base. <laughs> And he was actually out on the play, right? They so, they gave they gave him a they gave a home run. Well, they it, they gave the run, but it counts as an RBI single, um, right? Technically, That's what it yes, yes, yeah, okay. Because Bellinger on the Bellinger Turner on the bases, just little league stuff yeah. going horribly amok there. Uh, the other game that didn't happen was due to COVID. You had Mets and Nationals due to uh, Nationals. I believe three players they reported tested positive and potentially another uh but contract tracing issue yeah and they said no game friday too and that at a minimum it would be saturday i think until they start right so that could have some fantasy implications that we'll get to in our fantasy five in a few minutes but it's uh, not not like either team has good starting pitchers that might be on fantasy teams (laughs) or a stacked lineup and a brand new shortstop any of those things yeah two great shortstops honestly yeah, anyway, very much so. Uh, in the way of baseball today, we kind of ran the gamut from uh, one nothing Rays over Marlins, in which uh, an eighth inning home run for Austin Meadows was the only run of the game off of uh, Yumi mean- Garcia. Yep, that was the uh, really a pitcher's duel. A bunch of different guys kind of uh, got into that one. It was a classic Tampa pitching game. Great game, uh, great. Game. I watched that. Yep, I watched most of that. And then the other end of the spectrum, you had uh, the Rangers and Royals, who I believe one of the starters got out of the first inning, but uh, Kyle Gibson did uh, did not. Well, Although so 
Evan Grant had a great tweet about that. He's the Dallas Morning News. Uh, uh, got to witness this experience today. Um, he he was a great tweet because he wrote something like this. This was easily the worst opening day game in the history of Major League Baseball. He wrote, so it was a four hour and twenty six minute nine inning game, which is the longest opening day nine inning game in history. It was the first time on opening day that both starters did not make it out of the first inning. And it was the first time that both teams threw 200 pitches or more in an opening day game. Like, ugh, it was not good, Perry. It was not good. I had this on. And, okay, so Brad Keller got one out of the second inning. Did he? Yeah. So okay, that's well then so then Evan Grant is wrong is what you're saying. I'm not trying to call it Evan Grant. I'm just telling him that I remember I was watching. I know he got one out of the second. I'm checking it now. He did. He went one and okay. a so the Kansas City starter, Brad Keller, went one and a third, nine uh, six runs on nine hits, two walks, no strikeouts, a forty point five ERA. But he wasn't <laughs> but he was the better of the two starters. <laughs> yes. Because Kyle Gibson went one third of an inning, five runs, four hits, three uh, three walks. He did strike out his only batter. Well, so maybe one... maybe that's what it was. Did the second guy ever get out of the inning there too? Did they use three pitchers in the first inning? Is that what it was or no? No, Hearn went two and a third. He okay. did give up the two run homer to my guy Michael A. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Had a heck of a day. Heck of a day. Uh, also had two outfield assists in the game at home plate. <laughs> You can score 24 runs and still have two outs at the plate. I don't know. Baseball. Exactly. But yeah, there's Uh, a couple other anecdotes we'll get to quick too. But yeah, like that's the beauty of today is like, there's just so much weird stuff that happens over the course of a game. You never know. And it's only one out of 162. Absolutely. You had uh, San Diego jumped out to a six to one lead on the Diamondbacks before needing some late heroics to win that game. Uh, any anything of note from the, the Padres and D-backs? Just great uniforms, obviously, for San Diego. It was, and one of my big story – I mean, my big storyline, my takeaway from today, though, is that four aces did not pitch well at all, really. And both of them in that game, you know, did not pitch well. Darvish gave up four earned in four and two-thirds. He gave up eight hits. He did strike out six, but he gave up two homers. Uh, as Drupal hit one, maybe it was uh, vote. I don't remember who hit. Oh no, LeCastro. I don't know. LeCastro might have hit off the reliever. But Tim yeah, LeCastro hit one. Yeah. Yeah. He Not had, sure who was off. He, he did not have a good outing. And Bumgarner gave up six earned in four innings. He gave up two homers. He gave up eight hits and two walks, and he struck out six. So you know, that was you know of that day of the four aces that really didn't do particularly well. And I'm not counting Luis Castillo as an ace. Um, <laughs> that, uh, um, you know, Darvish and Bumgarner, you go into that game thinking, okay, this should be a pretty good pitcher's duel here. And it was anything, but. Yeah. We're not quite seeing the dead ball. If that's any, any truth to that. Right. Yeah, I mean, not been, yet. <laughs> uh, jumping around a little bit you go to the game. You mentioned Castillo. He did not pitch well against the Cardinals. Well, and, um, and that he was one of the other aces is Flaherty. Jack Flaherty did not do well. He gave up six hits, six earned, uh, only struck out two in four and a third, and he gave up two homers. So, you know, that's another not optimal performance from a person that people are counting on to be an ace this year. But, again, one game. No, Goldschmidt, four hits, my rookie of the year uh, choice, Mr. Carlson, one for three with a home run, three runs batted in. Yeah, Goldie had two doubles too. Yeah. 
good start for him. Um, back, real quick, back to that Diamondback game, Kettle Marte is somebody that I think some people are really thinking could be a really nice piece this year in many ways. He was four for five with a solo home run. So, you know, that's another good guy. Absolutely. Uh, the Another odd result was Rockies over Dodgers. Uh, and there's you, your other ace because Kershaw had a bad day. Right. Uh, five yeah, earned in oh, five and two-thirds, ten hits. He only struck out two. Uh, pitched by Marquez. That's up in the uh, rare era of Coors Field. Uh, I'm not sure how well he fares up there, but uh, it's tough to pitch there, certainly. And uh, yeah, there were some runs scored, of course, but you look at that team and uh, Chris yeah. Owings. Yeah, now having it. Yeah. So, in, in, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not as, you know, in terms of structure, we, we're not, not quite there yet, but two guys that are going to be from a fantasy perspective that we've touched on, maybe we'll touch on later, that are still quite possibly ownable in your league mm-hmm. that you can pick up. Michael A. Taylor, who you mentioned, and Chris Owings, who Owings reached base three times, tripled, stole two bases. Like, you can't get much better production out of a middle infielder than that. Is Owings a guy that you think is going to have a position? I don't know, but okay. I mean, when you if you get an opening day start, you still seemingly you're going to, you know, yeah, you hope I, would get some regular playing time. I just worry that uh, in Owings' case, he's a, a righty in a platoon against Kershaw, um, which is possible. But yeah, he, yeah, he's always been a guy that when you when you give an opportunity, he's he's been pretty good. Sure. Um, Braves Phillies was a kind of a classic National League game. Uh, Phillies end up walking that one off. Um, yeah, Gene Segura. And uh, a guy I talked about yesterday in Brogdon picked up the win in relief there. Yeah, and it was, I mean, as a purist, it's still a little bit unsettling to me. Like, you know, the whole guys going on second in the 10th inning type situation. And there were a couple games where that games, the games were won as a result of that today. You know, in his case, Brogdon got out of it in the 10th. And then the Phillies, they were able to manufacture the run and Segura just chopped it over uh, Austin Riley's head and the run scores, the game's over. So, you know. And unfortunately, too, in, in your the your team's game, uh, you yeah. know, it was a case where one team got out of the jam and the other team didn't. Right. And that, that, that was a frustrating game on a number of levels, but we'll get to that uh, yeah. in, in just a second. The highlight of the Pirates game has to be Cabrian Hayes. Oh, first inning, baby. Youngest player to hit an opening day home run, I believe, since Willie Mays. Is that what they said? I, I probably should be more accurate in this. That's in quoting awesome. the stat. But... I did hear that Pirates win over my NL Central favorite Cubs, but that was kind of the theme of the day was a lot of divisional favorites lost today. Well, a Chad cool three inning start and what six relievers or something like that. And they're just like, (laughs) you know what? That's fine. We're going to do it anyway. And, and uh, Rodriguez got the save and they still beat the Cubs. Let's get to that twins game. Since I know you mentioned it there, Uh, Minnesota had a five, two lead in the ninth inning, which was helped out by three, two run home run uh, by Byron Buxton. That went over yep. 450 feet. Crushed the uh, ball. Uh, the twins were, had every reason to feel like they were in control of that game. Uh, but it was kind of given away by what kind of hurt them last year, which is the defense. Um, some, a couple of actual errors, right. That were in the scorebook. The Simmons play early was when he was throwing a 
a ball from Sano at first, trying to get the lead runner at second, and he just dropped the ball, which mm-hmm. is very on Anderton Simmons like. But then things unraveled further in the ninth inning with a three run lead, and Alex Colome uh, inexplicably threw to second. Now, the throw did beat the runner, but it was high, and Polanco had to jump, and that with one out in the ninth inning runner on first, uh, as we break it down just a bit here. In a a three-run game. In a three-run game, you take the out at first Mm -hmm. every single day, especially on opening day. Or um, Anyway, so then you have two on. Uh, Then Yelich hits a ball to right center that – looked like Kepler was going to catch, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he doesn't. It hits off his glove, so it ends up being a long single that scores one run. And it, It's a weird game, but at that point, you're still thinking, you can get out of this thing. I'm not going to pretend at all that I'm a really good scorer, but like when I saw <laughs> that that was a single, I was like, I know he did have to run a long way, but he's under it, and it hits his glove, and he still doesn't catch it. So, like, you know, he, again, that was yeah. it was peculiar. But I, I don't disagree with it necessarily. It's just one of those where, like, if you're Christian Yelich, you're like, yep, absolutely. But if you're Max Kepler, you're like, eh, I don't know. But yeah, alas. a lot went on there. You had Then you had Shaw with the big, obviously the big hit yeah. that ties the game, sends you to extras. Twins get a runner to third base. It was Simmons being the you know the last out going to second. Feel like I'm watching college softball, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is not a knock in college softball. I do love college softball, but it just does not feel uh, right at this I'll be level. Doing it. I'll be doing it Friday. So <laughs> exactly, go ahead. yeah, yeah. I love college softball, um, but uh, just not in this. It just doesn't feel right. It still, maybe it will in five, ten years, or maybe they get rid of it. Hopefully, but. Um, anyway, Navarez gets the it's just like, dinks and dunks that not a whole, I think the Brewers maybe hit two balls hard all day, but that like, we talked about that's baseball. Yeah. Um, so that's that, uh, twins lose at six, five on a walk-off grounder by Orlando Arcia. Tigers. We talked about the home run, uh, but one of my guys, Matt, Matthew Boyd pitched, reasonably well he didn't strike too many guys out just two strikeouts in five and two thirds but did not give up an earned run he i guess outdueled uh bieber three two tigers win uh yeah, bieber did get his case so that is something and then you have a weird one in the bronx where the blue jays win three two um so who was showing off some or assuming the blue jays showing off some of their young arms in that game yeah, that was a game that I had on. I couldn't, I mean, unfortunately with work, you know, I don't get to watch a ton, but um, I did have that game on most of the way. And that that game today is my microcosm of why do I love baseball? So the story of that game to me is you go bottom of the eighth inning. Um, Sanchez, it might've been the ninth. I think it was the eighth though. Uh, goodness it might have been the ninth it was jordan romano and yeah it was the ninth yep Uh, yeah jordan romano comes out of the bullpen gary sanchez walks so then here all comes the strategy talkman comes in and talkman pinch runs talkman steals second base winning run second base you know nobody out you get a strikeout so with one out he steals you know he steals third base and you're like oh boy here we go man winning run third base one out um uh frazier draws a walk because they're obviously being really careful at that point you know with the situation 
And then first and third, the story of the game there, LeMahieu just hits a chopper right to Kevin Biggio, who's drawn in. Biggio makes a nice throw home. They gun down Talkman, who just went on contact. He's out at home, two outs, and then a strikeout ends the inning, and then the rest is history from there because uh, – I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Grichik hit a double immediately to start the 10th. They score, and Merriweather looks like freaking throwing laser beams out of the bullpen, strikes out the side in the 10th, and Toronto wins just like that. Yeah, it's it's sometimes a game of inches like that, and, yeah. and small things can bounce your way. Uh, there are three games in our late uh, window here. Uh, all going on now. The Giants are beating the Mariners as we speak, Bill and I, in the fifth inning, 4 nothing. Well, some things change, Perry. Some things stay the same. And on opening night, Evan Longoria has homered and Buster Posey has homered. And the Giants are just, you know, throwing it back, even though they're not really throwing it back because they're starters in their actual lineup. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does feel like mid-2010s uh, San Francisco night here. Yeah, I mean, hey, Buster Posey homered and, you know, Evan Longoria homered and, oh, it's 2021 and that happened on opening night. Yeah, so. Pretty cool. Astros leading the A's 1-0 and the White Sox and Angels are tied at 1. So we're obviously not going to have the finals from those here in this show, but uh, we can jump to our uh, fantasy five minutes here. I'll put the timer on the clock. Uh Bill, you talked about Owings with the steals. I think that's going to be a thing, especially if we we'll talk about all different types of fantasy baseball on the show, right? Sure. And in a in a roto world, power and speed are king. Anytime you can find a guy like an Acuna, you know, like a Buxton who had a home run and a steal today, uh, those are the most valuable players, right? Well, absolutely. And, you know, one of the guys to watch in his first at bat tonight, Luis Robert, uh, he double, he just rakes a ball into the gap. He doubles, maybe a single for many guys, but he makes it a double. And then there's two outs on the play. So Steve Stone is somewhat cringing because Robert steals third. Um, He's like, oh, the hold, you know, don't, don't do that with two outs necessarily, but, Mm -hmm. you know, gave him some credit. But so he steals third. La Russa is also probably cringing in the dugout. But then literally a pitch or two later, uh, it's just a Bundy throws a ball, you know, 56 feet or not 56 feet. Yeah, 60 feet, six inches. He throws it 56 feet or whatever. Stassi (laughs) Stassi can't rein it in and Robert scores from third. So, you know, literally in the span, he doubles, steals third, scores a run. You know, that's incredible value right there. So you're right. I mean, if you can find a guy that's like that, um, you know, that can do all of that at the same time. That's the guy you want to, you know, have on your squad. That's for sure. Pitching standouts. I know we had we talked about some of the aces that did not pitch well, but fantasy wise, Tyler Glass now had a big strikeout day uh, for Tampa Bay. Cal Contra and him in that game probably yep. have to be two of the highest ranked pitchers of the day. And they went against each other. That was just an outstanding performance. Al Contra only gave up the two hits. Um, yep. Brandon Lau doubled and the one inning let off and they ended up stranded him. Yep. Uh, Aaron Nola, thanks to his big day uh, today, as well as Shane Bieber, uh, putting up the four of the bigger pitching days um, so far. And still in progress, Giolito's having a nice night tonight. He struck out the side in the first, and Granke's thrown four shutout to start the night two for Houston. Right, and his no-hit bid is over. I was keeping track of that for the time being, but he's given up one hit in there now the fifth inning. Did have a no-hitter last year. Uh, did Giolito uh, top hitters so far? You know, we talked about 
Owings, he is in a points-based league. I'm looking at here is the top hitter today, along with uh, up there with uh, Jorge Soler, who had a home run. Walked and, twice. Yep, Nick Castellanos also went deep. And Marte there at four for five. So Whit Merrifield, did he steal a base too? No. No, no, he didn't. But he did have a two for three day with a home run. You know who did steal a base though? My man, Joey Gallo, who he, <laughs> he had a wild day. He uh, had two hits. I think he walked three times in that game because, you know, that's why not in that game. He had a couple RBIs and a steal. So, and I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So you don't think of Joey Gallo as a guy getting a steal, but you'll take it when you get it. That's for sure. Some guys in the percentage owned department that are, we talked about Owings. We can talk about Owings again for a third time. Uh, he's owned in 3% of Fantrax leagues at all, uh, let alone starting. <laughs> uh, Michael A. Taylor, who I have been high on since the offseason, had a huge day just you know, backing up what I've thought about him. I'm sure that won't last all year. He's still going to hit, you know, you, you hope he hits 250, 260. Uh, but that power and speed is there. He had a home run today, drove in three. He's owned in 13% of Fantrax leagues. And then you have Adam Frazier in Pittsburgh, He's going to get at bats as long as the uh, some of the younger guys stay down. Um, he batted lead off today. Yeah, he did lead off today. Second base and outfield, thirty eight percent of leagues he is owned in. And then so a little bit surprisingly, uh, we I know we touched on Tyler O'Neill yesterday as a chance to break out power speed guy. Uh, could be a fantasy asset if you're in well, a uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say he homered and uh, your rookie of the year pick homered in the same game for that lineup too. So yep. O'Neill owned in 51% of leagues there. Um, and if, as Drupal Cabrera, he got five at bats today. If he can get some time for Arizona, he could be a nice bat, especially against lefties. Um, I guess he it's, started today. He started today against a righty. So that's, that's also, well, he homered off Darvish. Yeah. I mean, you can't right. do much better than that. So his righty, his, his splits are, you know, skewed towards, him hitting right-handed against lefties, but if he hits lefty, hits a home run left-handed uh, himself, then that's pretty solid. And a defensive catcher in Roberto Perez for Cleveland also went deep today. I don't expect that to continue, although he's only owned in 12% of leagues because he is not an offensive <laughs> threat, but keep an eye on him, you know. Any you place know. for Cleveland, yeah. I mean, well, heck, and depending on your league that you're in, catching-wise is always a you know a tough yeah. proposition. So Yeah, for a two-catcher league, he's still fringy. I still wouldn't even bother, uh, but uh, uh, keep an eye, I guess. Yeah. Uh, keep a uh, watch on him. Yep. If you're going to stretch it even further, I mean, again, it's only one game, so, you know, but that's what yeah. our job is to do is still to report on single games. Robbie Grossman's the leadoff hitter for Detroit today. He walked mm-hmm. three times and stole a base. I think technically it's only an 0 for 1 in the, you know, in the line, but if you're counting OBP in your league, he walked three times and stole a base. So, you know, heck, you know, anytime you have a guy batting leadoff, it's, you know, you're going to get chances to hit if you get five at-bats a game, so you never know. Yeah, and we're look. Yeah, you got to look at some of those things. Look, look at batting order in different situations. Austin Slater uh, is leading or led off tonight. He's still playing for San Francisco against the lefty, uh, so keep an eye there. And also Travis Shaw, who's getting going to look like regular third base starts. He had a one well hit ball tonight or today uh, from Milwaukee. He's only owned in thirteen percent of leagues. And just a little throw in there, just for fun, Pablo Sandoval. 
Uh, <laughs> he hit a home. He's owned in he one percent. He's hit in, he's owned in one percent of Fantrax leagues. He had a home run <laughs> in a pinch hit role uh, today. And then a guy who was supposed to be a speed guy. You mentioned LeCastro. He went deep. He'll steal you some bases if he gets to play. He actually yeah, and, did that. And that was that was in a pinch hit. Yeah, he he, he had two at bats. He came on. He pinch hit for Paven Smith. Right, and eventually stayed in and got a second at bat. Uh, that's there. So th- those are some of the guys, at least uh, on the batting side of things, that had big days. Uh, maybe some chances to pick them up or or uh, along those lines. Any hmm, pitchers that? Uh, well, I mean, sneak in? we sort Most of mentioned relievers, right? We, yeah. we mentioned Julian Merriweather. Like, I mean, they're going committee there in Toronto. So, like, I mean, Romano, you know, is going to get some saves, you know, but. You know, when you have the arsenal that Merriweather does, like, I mean, he came into the 10th and they didn't stand a chance against him. So, uh, you know, that's never a bad thing. Diego Castillo is another guy that uh, I guess he's probably going to be pretty much owned. But, um, you know, in that committee situation down there in Tampa, too, he came in and did a nice job. Aguilar almost equaled the game against him, but he got the outs. Yeah, some of these Royals pitchers who got into that Weird game today. Had decent days out of the pen. Carlos Hernandez went three innings, five strikeouts. Uh, don't really know who he is, but he owned in four percent of leagues. Old friend Wade Davis had, went got two a save. thirds of an inning, got a save with two strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, go figure. And then Scott Barlow, who figures to be in the save mix for the Royals, went an inning and two thirds at four Ks. So uh, those are good numbers there. Uh, let's get to, because we're wrapping up the show, Bill, and our scheduled half-hour time, tomorrow's games. And thanks to the rainout, there are actually uh, seven games to potentially watch there. Starting at 2.10, you have the Orioles and Red Sox getting the season underway. They're supposed to play today. It's going to be Uvalde and Means. That's your club, Bill. Uh, oh, yeah. Didn't get to watch it- them today, but hopefully get a chance to, to get a peek tomorrow. Uh, well, I will be statting softball at the time. Um, so I will hope, hope to get one or two nice texts on my phone. We'll see. Absolutely. And uh, any other pitching matchups look good tomorrow? Jake or Jake Bauer, uh, <laughs> Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Is that the guy from 2024, 20, right? The president? Wasn't it? Oh no, Jack Bauer, right? That's Is his Jack name? Bauer. Yeah. yeah. Jake Bowers is the first baseman for, uh, yes. Anyway, Trevor Bauer <laughs> makes his Dodgers debut tomorrow at Coors Field against Anthony. Uh, Sen- I can never say his name right. Sensatella, Sen- Antonio Sensatella. Yeah. Antonio Sensatella. Uh, you have Keuchel versus Haney, a couple of lefties in game two of this series that I'm currently watching here. Astros and Athletics, again, it's Javier versus uh, Jesus Lazardo. That's a game I'll probably take a look at there. And then yeah. another. A couple more, a lot of late games tomorrow. You have Merrill Kelly against Blake Snell in his Padres debut, and Johnny Cueto versus uh, Kikuchi in Seattle again there. So a lot of West Coast games. The only two really true East Coast games are the Rays, Marlins, and Orioles, Red Sox from Fenway. Yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting to see now that I guess the Tampa's finally decided that Ryan Yarborough isn't an opener or whatever the heck that guess they were doing, you know, a while right. back. They're just letting him start. That's kind of almost refreshing maybe in a way to the purists in us sometimes, but yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely looking at Lazardo. I know we talked about him potentially for rookie of the year consideration. Uh, he gets a chance against probably the best lineup in his division here uh, with some guys. It, it helps for him to be left-handed. Obviously there's a few big boppers on the, from the right side, but Springer's gone uh, from Houston. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's just Altuve and uh, Bregman who just. Well, and keep an eye out for Kyle Tucker. Right, but that's a lefty no, lefty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. He right, should right, have an yeah, advantage yeah, yeah. with right, right. right. I'm talking right, about right, the few yeah, yeah. righties left on that on that Astros team. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so Max Stassi home run alert, by the way. Another guy uh, with the him and uh, Michael A. Taylor. I was high on in the off season, and it hasn't taken long for them to pay off. I <laughs> did take him. If we want to jump back to our fantasy five, just for a split second, uh, was it, I targeted him in some fantasy baseball and uh i'm not you know patting myself on the back yet but a good start for me <laughs> in the fantasy realm bill that's going to do it for the show uh we got uh, work to do and more baseball to watch so uh, any final thoughts here on this first day of baseball yeah if you're a Sixto sanchez owner uh, uh say a uh thought to yourself uh knowing that the report is that he's got some shoulder discomfort so if you're an owner for him you know you know, say whatever you say to your uh, fantasy <laughs> deity and hope that he's going to be all right. Hope Sixto goes back. That's a fun young team in Miami. Uh, we'll keep an eye on those guys as well. All right. So for Bill, I'm Perry. Thanks again for listening to Baseball for You. For You. For You.